This podcast is a satirical podcast. Any information should be verified by you before being believed. Thank you and enjoy. This is the Piss Goff Podcast with your host, Yusuf Goff. We're going to do music again, but we'll do the music low. The song's Asshole by Russ. Sang by me. People tell me I'm an asshole. Tell me something that I don't know. Ask me how I'm so casual. Oh no, it comes natural. People tell me I'm an asshole. Tell me something that I don't know. Ask me how I'm so casual. I don't know, it comes natural. Never take a rest day. Million dollar sensei. Your boyfriend couldn't fuck with me on his best day. I be wearing diamonds. Y'all be wearing rhinestones. Y'all be in the same place. I be switching time zones. Every day I celebrate. Every day a milestone when my phone vibrate. Y'all be getting dial tones. I don't want to talk. Y'all niggas, I'm passed up. Please respect my space like NASA. Don't say shit when I go in public. When I'm in your presence. So disgusting. I don't feel your energy. I hope it doesn't rub off on me. Please don't touch me. Me and you have. Nothing in common, I'm so disgusted It makes me wanna vomit If you have my number, please go delete that I'ma always key that positive feedback An asshole Tell me something that I don't know Welcome back to an episode Of the Piss Golf Podcast Oh, I did it backwards I was supposed to say the Piss Golf Podcast Welcome to another episode See, cause episode an asshole rhymes and uh, Jimmy, shut that off. Thank you. Raise that up in case we got to play something else. Welcome back to another episode. Pisk Off Podcast. Episode 105, guys. 100 and 105 of these baby boys. 105, just documenting my journey one week at a time, right? How, how has it been for you guys? How's everything? If everything is good, don't message me at all and tell me nothing. But if anything is not good and you need to reach out, make sure you're fucking reaching out to your boy uh, at Piscoff Podcast um, on Instagram or actually do at Yousef Goff on Instagram because I don't check the Piscoff one. I don't even post on there, honestly. That's a backup account because I got like two strikes on the regular one, the Yousef one, Yousef Goff. Um, or, or send me an email, you know, in the title say like don't read on air and then i won't read on air and i'll just talk to you like you know one-on-one sip of coffee time oh yeah thank you for that jamie i needed that i am getting low on the pen i might have to go i have to see i got paid but then i paid my car note i paid my rent i paid uh i paid some other bills my uh my credit card bill and uh i think that was supposed to be like the whole paycheck pretty much was my rent my car note and my uh credit card bill for like two weeks so i mean like that's fine because i get paid every two weeks like i'll be good until the next one because i use the credit card you know ain't no shit ain't no dang but a chicken wine motherfucker bro what the fuck you who you who you stressing out for no no not me bro i'm good i'm chilling dog god bless me god bless you all too for listening you know what i'm saying but uh let's see this button all right jamie pull up the podcast notes there it is we don't we're not gonna go through this one too long but we'll have some fun with it we'll have some fun let's do the weekly recap so this week on piss call oh, wait, wait. soundboard it up soundboard it up we're gonna make this even longer and unnecessary than it has to be well, that's way too low, Jamie. That was way too low. Hit it again.
Previously on Piscoff. I don't like the way that sounds, but. Anyway, uh, let's see what happened. So, yeah, <clears throat> Monday, Sunday, I think I I, uh, I went to the mic, um, made it, went up, had fun, went up late-ish, but it was still fun. Uh, I posted that, that set, I believe, after, too, for last week. So, there you go. You're welcome. And uh, And it was fun. And then I don't know really what I did Sunday night. I think I just relaxed after that. I, I came back home. I probably made some food, relaxed. Nothing nothing crazy. But same thing with Monday. Monday was a fun, relaxing day. Then I was like, you know what, Yusuf? You know what you're going to do today? Don't. You're not going to go stress out and see the family because you're going to go to see them tomorrow on Tuesday to go to Six Flags or so you think. So you're like, no, don't stress out, bro. But you're going to hit three mics because you're not going to hit a mic tomorrow. So this is Monday I'm speaking, right? So if, if I'm not going to be able to hit a mic on Tuesday, I'm hitting three mics if possible. And there's a possibility. Now what I have to do is go up to Dingo's, go up sometime in the first 10. But then I realized once I did that already and I was already there, I have to message the person who runs the second mic. And I found out that the second mic and the third mic both start at 9 o'clock. And then the first mic starts at 7.30. Too fucking early, by the way. Too fucking early. Too early. Too early. Too early. Which makes sense because I usually get there like 8. I think it actually starts at 7, if I'm being honest. And I think I got there before it even fucking started, if I remember right. And I could look at the fucking recording and all that shit and figure it out. Doesn't matter. What does matter is too early. Too early. Way too fucking early. Was there... I was there early and then there was like five people total seven people maybe more people came later of course because that's how it happens usually the time that i come more people come too and so i left right after uh the people who were in the room with me went up i went and i drove upstate to olives now olives used to be a good mic i don't know what the fuck's going on now i would have thought with the nice weather people would have been going there more because there's a nice like nice fucking bar area um and they have an outdoor area too. So, you know, like if people want to have a drink or a smoke outside, they could do that too. But it's been dead as fuck. And so I get there. I leave. I fucking leave Dingo's. By the time I go up and, and I watch everybody, it's 8 o'clock now. So I've been there for an hour at least. Drive up to, to, to Olives. The 45 minutes away. Get there, 845. I see two people. I see the bartender and I see Jason, God bless his soul, setting up. And nobody else. There's like 35 fucking 40 people. I gotta fix this. I'm popping too much. There's like 35, 40 people there. And of all the people there, nobody's inside the bar. Everybody's out on the street doing anything else. There was, there's a bus station right there. And usually there's only like one or two homeless people. There was at least 13 homeless Homeless, all genders, all of the, there was probably one homeless of each gender representing all of the, the, the 150 fucking, this, I'm sounding like my dad right now, right? How many fucking genders? There's two, there's boys and girls. I don't even think he says that. <laughs> uh, whatever, I'm not, look, I'm not, don't, don't tell me if I fucking misgender you that it's, uh, it's, I, I'm committing violence on you. But uh, if you if you if you honestly can't 
Here's the thing. They don't want you to assume their gender based on their look. Okay, then you know how people have name tags? Wear a gender tag. If, if, it, if, if me saying the wrong gender to you and using the wrong pronouns offends you so much that you view it as an assault, then you need to wear a pronoun. When my testicles were getting assaulted in sports, I wore what's called a cup. A cup protects my testicles from assault. If you put your pronouns on your shirt, that's like a, a, a pronoun cup. I can't. I'm not gonna kick you and call you a she if you fucking if your thing says zer. I'll I'll go. I'll fucking play along. Hey, you will you laugh at my jokes that are absurd and, and based off of non-reality? Then I will absolutely go off of your gender, which is based on your reality. My jokes are based on my reality. Your pronouns are based on. Hey, don't. I'm not. I'm not calling your pronouns a joke. There. Go ahead. Go ahead. Twist that clip. Cut that out. Cut that out. And cancel me. Cancel me for that. It's okay because people don't care about context. Irrelevant. So, fucking long story short, I did take 150 milligrams. Thank you for asking. Um, I didn't think it was kicking in, but apparently it is. Uh, but I end up going to Olives just dead as fuck. So now I'm driving from Olives. And it, I think it's only like 30 minutes to get to uh, Dingo's. I mean, at Boulevard. So I go to Boulevard. And fucking get up there by the time I go up there's fucking like nobody left but I make it work there's like two comics that are fucking one guy who was his first time ever and then one guy uh, PJ he's all right he just he keeps doing the same stuff but he does it with so much enthusiasm so I kind of give it to him for that uh he's got the enthusiasm and that's kind of like important you know what I mean like you need that but at the same time it's kind of boring sorry don't don't hey PJ you're fucking brand new dude you're brand new all right, you're starting to learn what the fuck the light is, at least. So I'm gonna give it to you for that, and I see you grinding. So I'm giving it to you for that too. But they were the only two listening, so sucked ass, sucked ass. What happened on Tuesday? Um, so I text my little sister, and I'm like, "Oh, what are the details? What are we doing tomorrow? Who's going? Is it just you, me, and and the baby sister, or like well, who else is like, or is other people going?" And she goes, "Yeah, I think we should like kind of leave earlier, but also like the weather's gonna be really hot uh, on Tuesday tomorrow, so." Maybe we should just go on Wednesday. It's going to be a little bit cooler and have more clouds. So I was like, okay. Yeah, that's fine. That's fucking fine with me. I'll go on a Wednesday. Shit, that means I get to hit Comedy Tuesday, which I did. You know what I mean? I don't remember much I did Tuesday. I probably worked out. No, I didn't. I worked out Monday. So Tuesday, I probably relaxed more. Then I did work out and then relaxed on Monday. Had to go in with a pump. I, I worked out, by the way, just before this. So I got a nice little pump, too. Uh, drink a sip of coffee. Yeah, I did uh, Boulevard Dogs. This time there was way, way, way more people. And I got there relatively early because, again, no work. So I actually can get there early because uh, I took a couple days off for the sisters. I uh, wanted to make sure. You know, I, I know they're, they're going to start school. So, like, the time to do shit with them is going to be a little bit less. And, and you know what? It's fun to fucking go to Six Flags sometimes with... Bro, first of all, I went with a six-year-old sister and a... Th- 14 year old sister i think those numbers are right and if they're not who the fuck cares just imagine that and then also my dad and my stepmom and uh and dude it's fun going with kids they're fucking brave as fucking shit we get to six flags we're gonna skip we're fucking so wednesday i go to six flags with the family and um I find out my dad's going, like I said, 
and my stepmom. So we're going to go down in their vehicle, which is good. So I got to sit in the back seat with my two little sisters. Just kind of bullshit with them for the fucking hour and a half ride down, hour and a half ride back. You know, it's fun. But I also decided, you know what Yusuf's going to do? He's taking 500 milligrams of edibles. And so I just started chewing on him 100 milligrams at a time for the first 200 milligrams. I did 100 milligrams, put the bag away. Grabbed the bag again, did another 100 milligrams, put the bag away. The third time I went to go grab a candy, my little sister says, ooh, can I have some candy? And I said, no, this is not for kids. This is adult candy. And then I just ate all the other 300 milligrams because I didn't want them to try to eat the candy. So 500 milligrams down the hatch, bro. Mad fun. Okay. Second of all, we went on Wednesday. We left by no later than 9.30. It couldn't have been any later than 9.30. The park opens at 10.30. We got there probably 10.45, maybe 11, max. Right? So we're at the park right around the time it opens. First thing we do, by the way, we hit like 15 plus rides at least that day. Uh, and most of the rides we went on at least two times. Like, we, because there was like literally, there was no, the longest wait was for, King Daka was closed, so obviously that's why, like, that didn't have any wait, right? But they did have Kilimanjaro drop, which I'll get to in a second. But the longest wait was for the, the Wonder Woman Lasso of Truth, and that was like a 20-minute wait max. And that was literally like, because it takes a while for them to like load up everybody and tell everybody to click in because they only had one person go around and click in 40 fucking people and people are retarded and they'll leave shit on like their glasses or their shoes that are going to get lost and the guy's like hey are you sure you don't want to take it off before we start because you're going to lose your glasses you're going to lose your shoes if they're not tight take them off put them right there grab that shit when you're done pretty easy anyway it's not so easy for fucking, bro, holy shit. I thought it was uh, seeing NPCs because I would see like the same group of people and I noticed it because there was this mother pushing a stroller. She had the fattest donk ever. At first I thought she was Arabic and then I realized that's a Spanish accent she had. Either way, oh my God, I get why she's pushing a baby. I don't know where her husband was, but damn, I would not leave that ass unattended. Just kidding, I would, because <laughs> I don't really look at women like that. I look at them, and I get it. I appreciate the female form and all that, right? But it's also like, hey, uh, actually, I would probably be the husband. Be like, hey, just take him to the fucking Six Flags. I got work to do, all right? But anyway, I had fun. We fucking, dude, my dad and my little sister, not the baby, the 14-year-old, they had a plan to hit as many rides as possible. The problem is... All of us are tall enough to ride except for the six-year-old. She can go on a lot of the rides, but she can't go on the tallest of rides. So the first ride we all go on is Superman. Mad fun. Weird thing about it is me, my sister, my stepmom, and my father, because there's four people on a ride, we can all go on there. And my, sister, my little baby sister, though, she's just chilling there by the, by the exit. And then Yusef Paranoia goes off, and they're like, the entire time you're on the ride, you're trying to enjoy it, but you're like, that little girl better be there or I have to sprint out outside of the exit and find her. Like, this is, uh, uh, fuck, taken. Like, I will find, I have a, find that YouTube skit for me, Jamie. Find it, it's called Taken. 
Yeah, put take in. Yep, there it is. Put it, play it for me. This is how I was feeling. It's just going to, pl- oh, that you lower the volume. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you want. This is going to be me. If you're looking for ransom, I can tell you I don't have money. But what I do have is a, partic- a very particular set of skills. Oh, I love that line. Skills I have acquired over a very long career. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. I will heckle you. I will talk to you. I will roast you. I have I've learned a particular set of skills. I can make a joke about Hitler and compare you to Hitler. I have very particular sets of skills. I run sometimes, but mostly I walk very fast. I will follow you when you run out of speed, and I will catch up to you because no matter how fast you walk, I will always walk faster. I have acquired these skills from lapping up the Indians in my complex. Do not try to take my sister. Continue. If you let my daughter go now, that'll be the end of it. If you let my sister go, that's it. I will not look for you. I will not pursue you. But if you don't, I will look for you. I will find you. And I will find you. I will kill you. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I can't say that's a threat. Liam, we can't threaten people on the podcast. But what I will do is I will find you. I will hold you down. I will put a gas mask on your face and connect it to a tube that is connected to a funnel that is wrapped in rubber that I can fully seal around my ass. And I will eat beans and protein shakes and I will fart until you lose consciousness from lack of oxygen. I can promise you that. Bring back my sister now. But we didn't have to do that. We just went on a whole bunch of roller coasters. It was actually like so much fun. Like I said, we went on fucking two roller coasters. So here was the other thing. There was a lot of the roller coasters for like the little, little kids. They all suck ass. There's this one called the parachute, the parachute training. And you sit in like a park bench with a little ass fucking chain around your, your waist. So hopefully you don't just slip under the chain and fall out to your death. Fuck five nine hundred. Thank God it was closed. My little sister loves that ride. No, I didn't want to do it. But I was like, after I went on Superman once, they went on it a second time, and they went on Green Lantern. And I was like, oh, I'll hang out with you here. We'll go on that ride. That ride was closed, so we just hang hung out and fucking talk shit. Yo, little kids, so easy to talk shit to. These talk about anything. Ask them questions. They love to just fucking. They're like me on five hundred milligrams. They'll just ramble, and I would just listening. And then I would just say some goofy shit. I was saying all kinds of goofy shit. Yeah, my dad, they had a whole fucking thing. We would hit those rides. Then we went to like uh, Kilimanjaro. Oh, here's why I wanted to mention. And, and then we'll, we'll skip past some other shit. We went on Kilimanjaro Drop, dude. First of all, stepmom, too afraid to go on it. So it was just me, my dad, my little sister, and the baby sister. We went on it. Not, like I said, it was fucking pretty dead for uh, Six Flags. If the whole park is usually has like a like last time i went for fright fest it was probably a thousand people let's say if i'm guessing there was clearly one to two hundred people here a fifth at most of what there was so like we went on all the rides so quickly and it got to the point when we got to kilimanjaro drop which is the thing that goes up and it pretty much like brings you up and then just shoots you down uh really fast and the baby sister the six-year-old loved it because she's tall enough to ride it and we went on it and the first time i was like okay that's fun 
the second time, I'm like, okay, it's fun, but like it's also scary as fuck. Like the fun part is not as fun when when you have to do the scary part and you have to do the scary part again. And then I did this, and then I was like, she's like, I want to go again, I want to go again. And God bless the ride operator because she's like, yeah, you can go on as many times until somebody comes up here and you got to get up and then just go around and then you go on again as many times as you want. And she fucking holy dude. She was not fucking around. She wrote that shit four times. Two times with me. A third time with either my little sister or my dad. I don't remember which one. I think it was my dad. And then she did a fourth time by herself. And then uh, we were like, come on, let's go do other rides. She would have fucking been there all day just doing Kilimanjaro's drop. The fucking balls on that little girl. The ovaries on that little girl. The, The, I don't know what to say but she's got some she's got some fucking courage yo taking her all day long by the way the little baby one every time i would take her on rides people would be like she's so brave she's so brave she's so brave and i was kind of like yeah she kind of fucking is what was anything anything else i don't remember any of the other ones but she did she definitely did fucking any ride that she could ride she did there was she there was not one ride that she was like nah i don't want to now uh it was fun me and my dad did uh nitro a couple times just me and him that was fucking fun nitro is a fucking fun one man and uh and they brought back medusa used to it was medusa they made it bizarro they brought it back it's medusa again same fucking ride a lot of those rides by the way when you're on edibles it makes you imagine like dude if i could fly i would pretty much fly like a fly i would they're the way if you watch the way a fucking fly just just does loops and fucking twirls and all they fly like they're a roller coaster that's some guy high on acid in the 60s saw the way a fly moved and said if there was only a track and a way to secure people on that track we have roller coasters, and I think that's how I I assume that's how roller coasters were invented. But <clears throat> we end up going on pretty much every single ride, every ride in the park that was open. We went on. I went on the only ride I don't think that I didn't go on that was open was there was Green Lantern because you have to stand up, and I was waiting with the little sister, and I'm like, I'd rather go on Superman a third time than than go on fucking green lantern but uh but it was so much fun man my little sisters had a lot of fun we went on a lot of rides together uh and then you know what going on the on the lines with them they weren't on their phones so i had to keep them entertained and the only time i really tried to pull out my phone was just to take a quick snap story not snapchat fucking uh, instagram story throw it up there because it's going to go away just like my uh my my want of it to be up there i don't want it up there permanently i just and also it's like i like that it's fleeting because that's how little i i care to look at my phone when i was there with them i i pull it out to look up because they had the map on the app and it would tell you how long the waist lines the weights were zero minutes every fucking ride so awesome um and uh and yeah, it was all in all, it was a great day. We left the park. I think the park closed at, I want to say, 8 o'clock, maybe 9 o'clock. We left like a half an hour before the park closed. So we avoided a lot of that traffic getting out. There was like no traffic getting out. We got out of the park. There was, a, there was a Popeye's right there. 
what do we get? We got Popeyes. We all got Popeyes. My dad bought it. Thank you, Dad. Thank you, Baba. Shout out to Baba. I should have just bought it, though, if I'm being honest. But but I also <clears throat> have to accept things, too. When, when people want to give me a gift, I have to accept it. And then uh, and then afterwards, they wanted ice cream. So they we, we, we went. There was a McDonald's. And, bro, two McFlurries and two regular ice cream cones was like $12. I could buy, I get this premium peanut butter ice cream, it's $5 for like, the, I think it's a quart or whatever the fucking thing is that they give you, like the little mini tubs now. They're not mini, but you know what I mean? I get this fucking, you know what? Jamie, we're going to go look at it. We're going to see what the fuck it's called because it's so good. All right. I think I told you guys about this. It's called Hudsonville. This is the brand, Hudsonville. And it's, uh, it's, it's, it's 40 fluid ounces or 1.42 liters, and it's triple peanut butter ice cream. No, sorry. It's called triple peanut butter cup ice cream, which is peanut butter cups and peanut butter sauce swirled into peanut butter ice cream. It's If you like peanut butter like you know your boy does because all my protein shakes have peanut butter in it, then you know that's a delicious thing to eat. And you know what else you can do is if you get... Um, Butterfingers, like a bar of Butterfingers, and you you could get Butterfinger bits, or you could just buy a Butterfinger bar and crush it up yourself for less money. You just need a rolling pin, or you can punch it like I do, because I'm an idiot. So I just punch it, and I keep punching, and I keep punching, and punch it, punch it, punch it, ah, get all my anger out on the fucking candy bar. But then you got to use like something like I use a knife. And like the like a flat part of a knife just to like kind of flatten it out though, so it's more uniform because you can't punch it into uniformity. You can only punch it into into mess. What you do is when you punch things, you create disorder, not order. The knife creates the order. Put that shit on top, and it's got peanut. It's got little peanut butter cups. It's got peanut butter sauce, which is pretty much just peanut butter. I don't know why they call it sauce. It's not liquid. It's fucking. It's solid. And then there's peanut, it's peanut butter ice cream, peanut butter cups, peanut butter swirls, and and bits of fucking peanut butter flavored butter fingers. If you eat that, you're getting diabetes. But if you eat it in a small enough portion, it's delicious as fuck. And I got sidetracked. Sidetracked. Fucking the weekly. Why does the weekly cap always take so fucking long? Because I go on tangents for the fun shit. That's why, asshole. Oh my fucking! Ever since I. Uh, by the way, I shaved my face, and ever since I shaved my face, my phone doesn't know who the fuck I am. Hey, did that thing where it says, "Hey, face is like, hey uh, Siri, guess my new look," because I don't have fucking facial hair. And he's like, "Okay, yeah, do this thing so we can see your new look." And it's like, still don't know who the fuck you are, Yusef. Who are you without facial hair? I don't know. What the fuck? I don't look. People don't even notice that I, I shaved my facial hair. They just keep asking me what's different about you without understanding it's my facial hair. Only one person noticed that it was no facial hair. Everybody else was literally just like, I, I can't put my finger on what's different with you. One minute you had a shitty mustache and a shitty beard. Now you have nothing. I don't know what's different. Did you grow your hair? No, it's the same short length that it always is. It's either a week or up to six. It's either six days or less worth of hair on my head. That's about it. You know what? I know what this means. 
So that was Wednesday. It was so much fun, man. I can't wait to do that again. I got to do that again with my little sisters. And, and, and you know, I'm going to try to go for Fright Fest. <coughs> that was too big. <coughs> Sorry. Go on, Jamie. <coughs> Why'd you uncough, button? Yeah, they'll figure if the thing, if the timer keeps running, they're not going to think that the fucking somebody's calling them in the middle of the podcast. <clears throat> oh, man. But yeah. Yeah, I get it. We got to go for Fright Fest. You seen? Uh, you seen? You got to go too. You got to come. You got to bring the nieces. They're going to all go. We're, we're all going to go together. We'll take two cars. We'll take two cars. My dad's car and then your car. And I'll go in your car and I'll pay for your gas. And then and then I won't go in and I'll figure out how I get back. But I'll get back. Oh, I almost fought a kid there too. Did I tell you guys? I didn't tell you guys. I should tell you that quick. So on one of the rides they have there, they there's two rides actually that have this. And I don't remember that. I think it was either Joker or... It was some other ride. Okay, there's three rides that have this. There's Joker. There's the Jersey Devil ride. The Jersey Devil ride, the Joker ride, and King Daka. Now, King Daka makes sense, but doesn't make sense as to why you can't have your phone. It makes sense because they want you bored as fuck for the hour and a half wait that you're going to be on the line. But what doesn't make sense is you sit in like a sled car. So, like... Unless you're wearing pants that are really loose, like with like really loose pockets, that then I can see. I actually understand it. Like as soon as you, the the thing shoots, it would fuck. It should fly out of your pocket, and then you go up, and then it's it's still stuck on the bottom. But then once you go over that hill, it kind of slips up, and you can see it falling down. And hopefully, it doesn't hit you in the head as you go down and kill you, or hit land on the track and derail the whole train. Right? Makes sense. Now that I look at it, King the car. You don't want to be launching a fucking phone up in, into the parking lot area at a hundred and something miles an hour either. Fair. The Jersey Devil ride, the one that I almost got in a fight with the kid. Now that I understand it, do I do I see how? Yeah, okay, fine. You're right. I shouldn't have had it, but at the time I was like, he's like, hey, uh, you have something in your pocket. What is that? And I was like, it's my phone. He goes, you can't have your phone on it. He goes, everybody has their phone. What do you mean? I've had my phone on every ride. Yeah, but you can't have your phone on this. And this guy had a French accent. You cannot have your phone on the ride. You know, it's against the policy. It's against the policy for this. My, my manager, my supervisor, if you go there, he will kick you off the ride and he will kick you out of the park, you know, because you bring your phone in the ride, you know, you cannot have the phone, I'm the security of the park, I'm the one, I'm the master, I'm the master, oh. So I was like, are you serious? And I was like, hey, you got sunglasses on, right? Yes, why? You have sunglasses, I have sunglasses, what are you asking? It's like, yeah, you have sunglasses, right? Yes, I have sunglasses, okay, so pretend you didn't see it. I cannot pretend I've seen it. And I was like, you fucking, in my mumble, this was like, you fucking guy. And then I flex to get all of the blood out of my head and away from producing angry thoughts. And I walk to the bench and I sit down and I angrily read 
part of the Norm McDonald book until my dad comes off from the line. He meets me and he says, what's wrong? And I said, that little fuck said, I can't go on with my phone. And he said, I couldn't go on the ride and I wanted to beat his father. I'm sorry, dad. I mean, I got really upset and was thinking about placing him in, in body configurations that would cause him pain, but also cause me financial compensation. I didn't say that either, but it doesn't matter. I fucking, I wanted to fuck him up. Anyway, my dad comes and goes, oh, that's, that's silly. Just give me your phone. Go on the ride. And so I did. And at first I didn't. I was like, no, nah, no, nah, it's principal now. And my dad's like, no, that, then he said, no, that's silly. Just go on the ride. I'll watch your phone. And I was like, yeah, you know what? He's kind of right. That would be silly. And you know how I beat this guy? I now go on the ride without my phone and see if he says shit. And of course, he didn't. He goes, hey, hey, do you have your phone? And I lifted up my shirt like one of those assholes that's like showing the cop he has no gun on his waistband. I lift up my shirt and I do a 360 view and I say, satisfied? And then he didn't say anything, so I just kept walking. Now I realize why that fucking asshole was being an asshole and he could have said it in a better way. He could have said to me, hey, buddy, can you do me a favor? Hey, uh, come over here. See the seat? I just want you to, to test. This is the test seat. I know. And I, I know it's going to sound retarded, right? Or ridiculous, right? But here, do me a favor. Sit on the test seat and then put the thing down and watch the way. That, bro, they have this. You ever sat in the middle? This is the Jersey Devil ride. The Jersey Devil ride is sitting in the middle seat of any car in New Jersey. Because when you're in the middle seat, for whatever reason, most cars in the back, for what? I don't I don't know why. But they put this little hump in the middle of the of the middle seat, like on the floor. There's this hump that for whatever reason, they put it there in most cars. So if you're in the back seat and you want to put your feet on the floor and you're in the middle, you kind of have to either put your foot on the left side or the right side, like on their on their side of the where their feet go. Or you can kind of do this balancing act with your knees really high in the middle, right? You've done that, right, when you were a kid? Well, the Jersey Devil doesn't allow you to put your feet up on the top. You have to put one on the, on, on the, the left person's seat and one on the right person's, even though there's no people there, by the way. This is also a single file ride. Oh, by the way, does it, it doesn't stop. It, it just slows down to unload passengers and then reload passengers. So it's a stupid fucking ride concept. You get on, then you click down, and hopefully you're all clicked in before the ride keeps going. Otherwise, I don't know, you die, I guess, if you're too fat and they don't figure it out in the 13 seconds until you leave. I guess you just die. You just die on that ride. I'm on the ride. The thing clicks down, and now I realize, oh, yeah, no wonder. You have your fucking legs up. It's almost like your legs are on the little hump, but they're also spread out so that anything that was in my pockets could have fallen out. <sighs> Stupid fucking ride. The third ride was the Joker ride, and the thing is, um, uh, my dad was somewhere else, and my my the little sister, not the baby, the, the baby sister was with me, 
And then the little sister and my stepmom were already on the joke ride. They had already read it, wrote it like once or twice. So we were on another ride. Me and my little sister, we, she wanted to go on. Bro, again, the little kids ride so shitty. The crazy train ride. Harley Quinn's crazy train, which is repainted over some other fucking ride that, that also sucks ass because you just get jolted left and right. But um, but yeah, we, we go on that ride after we go on that. And then the lady's like, that was another ride. You can't go on with your phone. That one I understand. They make you also, you sit in a really awkward seating thing and then it just keeps flipping you. You don't want thing to flip out and then break your phone. But the guy on the ride, his name was Muhammad. Hey, shout out Muhammad. I was like, oh, Slam alaikum, brother. Yeah, uh, first of all, before we even got to Muhammad, I'm with my little sister and we're going in and she goes, oh, do you have your phone? I was like, yeah, but I'm not going to be able to ride it. I know I can't ride it with the phone. I'm just taking her up to meet my uh, my stepmom and my uh, little sister so she could ride it with them. And she goes, oh, okay, yeah, no problem. So I get up there. I see the guy, Muhammad, and then my little sister's like, you got to ride. I was like, I can't. I got to leave my phone. She goes, leave it with him. Leave it with him. I was like, Muhammad, assalamualaikum, brother. Yo, you mind if I could leave your, my phone here? They really want me to ride. I'm just going to do it one time with them. And he goes, yeah, 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 it's fine. No problem, brother. So we go on. No problem. My phone stays there. I ride it one time. I don't feel comfortable leaving my phone there. I don't go on a second time. My little sisters do because apparently if you sit on one side, it... It's different from if you sit on the other side. Oh, you got to sit on a different side. Ooh. But yeah, man, Six Flags was fun. Thursday sucked compared to that. Mainly because I had work. And then um, and then there were no open mics I could hit. Friday. Also, no open mics I could hit. And I had work. Ugh. But it was good, actually, because uh, Friday was payday. Paid off all my bills. Got to watch Legion of Skanks. Oh, I went I went to the supermarket because I was going to make shake and bake chicken cutlets with the shake and bake chicken and, and thinly sliced chicken breast. I was going to make chicken cutlet. I was going to make shake and bake chicken cutlets. And then I was like, actually, I want chicken cutlet sandwich, lettuce, tomato, mayo on a roll, on a long roll. So I go to the supermarket. I get a couple long rolls. I get, uh, while I'm in the bakery section, uh, I have two pieces of chocolate cake with chocolate frosting calling my fucking name. And at first I was like, hey, you're going to say my name. You better say Yusef who eats things in the proper proportions. Don't be saying fat. Don't be calling me fat Yusef with no control. Now that he's not drinking, he has no control on his sweets consumption. Don't call him that. Don't call me that bitch. I'll show you I have control. I was going to eat two slices in one night because last time I did that, I made an excuse. I said that like, oh, I can't fit the second slice in the fridge, so I might as well eat it because it, like, I can't, that, that thing won't, it fit in the fridge. I still have that. I didn't even eat it last night. I was going to eat it last night. That, oh, last night was Saturday night. I was going to eat it last night. I didn't. So that's what I call self-control. Just kidding. I ended up going again to the supermarket yesterday. I, I forgot what I had to get, but I ended up getting cinnamon cream cheese coffee, cinnamon cream cheese coffee cake bites. So delicious. And then I also got apple turnovers that I'm going to bring for the family when I go see them tomorrow. <sighs> and I got something else. Oh, I got ricotta cheese and, and broccoli because I made yesterday. I made, I got this all yesterday too, but I didn't eat more cake. I just ate a whole bunch of those fucking cinnamon cream cheese coffee bites. I ate too many of them, to be honest, but it doesn't matter. 
Um, what else? I didn't have the cake though. Oh yeah, I made a ricotta and broccoli pizza, and then I made uh, I had some chicken cutlet left over from yesterday, and so I because I I ate one and a half chicken cutlets on Friday. That's right. I ate one whole chicken cutlet sandwich, and then I got high, and then I ate another, and then I made a whole second chicken cutlet sandwich, but I was not that high, so I only ate half of it because I was already stuffed, and then I saved the other half, and that's what I ate on Saturday, and then I still had some extra chicken, and then I made a pizza, and then, and and I made a pizza with the ricotta and broccoli, right? But then I made a second pizza, and it was a turkey pepperoni and and buffalo chicken pizza with some of that chicken chicken cutlet that I put with barbecue uh, buffalo sauce on the pizza. And I made a second pizza yesterday because pizza pizza. Okay. Pizza pizza, pizza pizza. You can't eat one pizza. You have to pizza pizza. I was such a fucking fat glutton, and to consider that I only went up by half a pound, but my body fat only went up by two-tenths of a percent, means that you can eat pizza pizza as long as you eat it responsibly. You, can eat, you can't eat two pizzas. You can eat one and a half pizzas. Anything more than one and a half pizzas is too many pizzas. There's two pizzas, actually, and two pizzas is, is a half a pizza too many, at least. Depending on what kind of pizza you're eating, too. Like, you can't eat a whole fucking... Yo, you eat a whole Sicilian? Dog. I don't even know how you do that. But, but yeah, that was... Ugh, pizza, pizza, dude. All right, that was a weekly recap, yeah, and that goes... I was thinking about this random thought. What if I was a deadbeat dad? Like I would, I could absolutely be a, a, a phenomenal deadbeat dad. I know I would already be a great dad, but like to be a deadbeat dad, <coughs> like I could just imagine. Would just if I wanted to be a good deadbeat dad, what would I do? Oh, okay, but a good deadbeat dad, like one that the kids love, but like. Every other adult is like, no, he's a deadbeat dad. But like the kids are like, no, my dad is the cool. Well, first of all, you got to smoke around your kids if you're going to be a cool deadbeat dad. Only cool deadbeat dads smoke. Not vape. Has to be natural tobacco cigarette. If you're in the car with them, you only roll down your window, not theirs, so that they kind of get hot boxed and a little bit that doesn't escape your window, you know? Cool deadbeat dads. They get a light smoke sense. They get like a light buzz, but not a lot. Another sign of a cool deadbeat dad. You don't ever discipline them. You let the mother discipline them because you're cool deadbeat dad. Cool deadbeat dad just says, nah, man, that's not cool. Don't do that. You want to be cool like me or you want to be lame like your mother? Because you always got to blame the other partner. Now, cool deadbeat dad, if you're a cool homosexual deadbeat dad, the only thing is substitute your other father. Or if you want to be cool, deadbeat mom. The same, the same rules apply. I'm just a boy. I identify as a male. So I'm going to go with cool, deadbeat dad. Cool, deadbeat dad number two has a cool car, but he also can't really afford it. So he doesn't drive it a lot because the gas is expensive on those cars. 
But you could take pictures around it. Cool dead be dad. Never takes you on a never ever takes you on a trip, but always promises to take you on a cool ass trip. All these trips are believable to the child. And then the excuses are also things that the child will not understand, but are also believable to the child. Make up any part of the car that's broken, which is why we can't take the car to go to the beach. Or make up any random thing, like say that the fucking, yeah, there's a lot of riptides out there, riptides. You know what I call them that? They rip kids away. The tide just rips kids away from, from their family, and then they get lost out in sea. Do you want to be drifting on a piece of wood like Wilson? Cool deadbeat dad. Oh, also movie references. He references movies. If he's if he doesn't reference movies the kids don't know, then he's not a cool deadbeat dad. Cool deadbeat dad does take his kids to the movies, but he's there with a date. Cool deadbeat dad brings his kids to the date to the movies that he goes on dates with other women. And then he brings them to the bar, but the bar is also a restaurant, so it has booths and lets them color in the booths while he's flirting with his date and the bartender behind the bar because he's Cool Deadbeat Dad. Cool Deadbeat Dad does drink. He drinks in excess. He has a cool-ass flask that sometimes he lets you take a sip off of. But only when it's the end of the flask, because he wants you just to, to get that, you know, when you got to shake. If you ever drink from a flask, you got to like shake that last bit out. He lets you do that because he's cool, deadbeat dad. And then he taught you how to refill his flask so you don't spill because he's cool, deadbeat dad. Cool, deadbeat dad rolls his own joints and taught you how to roll joints for him because your fingers are small. And so you can tuck it better. And then. And you don't smoke the weed, so you're just going to roll joints for daddy all day long. Cause you're, and you roll cigarettes, too. He tells you you're just rolling him his funny cigarettes. And then uh, Cool Deadbeat Dad doesn't bathe you ever. That's the job for somebody else. If you want to, hey, if you want to go play around in the bathtub, go ahead. Just uh, don't, don't plug anything in and then go in the bathtub with it, you know? Cool Deadbeat Dad only knows the basics of how not to kill a kid. Cool Deadbeat Dad. Doesn't cook for the kid, but if he does cook for the kid, it's something so easy. You can't fuck it up. And he pretty much just makes macaroni and cheese or pasta with red sauce. And then sometimes he'll just tell you he can't afford meat. You know how much meat is this week? Goddamn holidays. And he'll blame whatever president it is because he's deadbeat dad. But he's cool, Deadbeat Dad, so he knows about politics in your head. Cool Deadbeat Dad taught you about sex way too early, too. Um, cool Deadbeat Dad, he taught you too much about sex. You don't even you didn't even know really about your penis. And he taught he's teaching you all about vaginas and how to eat them and the proper ways to to reach female orgasm. That's cool, deadbeat dad. But you also don't know what the fuck he's talking about because he's trying to show you on images in a Playboy and the Playboy doesn't really, it's not showing you the parts that he's talking about. So you're just kind of going off imagination and hoping you're not doing all this stuff while sticking your fingers in a girl's butt. 
because he's deadbeat dad. He didn't give me the greatest illustrations. He said sometimes it might smell in the hole there. He he was talking about a stinky vagina, not sticking your finger in the ass and wondering why it smelled. Of course it's going to smell. You stuck it in a shitter. <sighs> Look, I'm only keep on going with this cool deadbeat dad thing because Jamie's sitting there staring at me like he wishes that this was his dad. So we may continue, maybe not, but that's enough cool deadbeat dad for now. What other topics do we have? fucking no we're not doing that one all right we're going to something stupid um this is just news i somehow i i end up fucking talking about the news to you guys and then you guys like probably don't even care at all and then like within one to three weeks later everybody else is fucking talking about it and i was like i talked about that shit like three weeks ago on my podcast but nobody fuck listen. So let's go ahead and call this. Nope. Nope. Predicting the future with Yusef Goff. All right. So I'm going to predict uh, also because I, I seen articles and shit about it. And we're not reading an article about it because I don't remember where I read it. And I didn't find it and neither did Jamie before this podcast. But... There's going to be a whole bunch of vaccine lawsuits coming out in the next couple of months, um, mainly from the military, people who are in the military who were either forced to get vaccinations or were uh, dishonorably discharged for refusing to get to, for, to take the vaccine. Um, there's also going to be a bunch of pilots because there was an FAA document that was released or maybe something with the FAA and, and that's the Federal Aviation Admi- uh, Administration. Um, and something that they were spreading, I believe there was, I, I, again, I, I'm, I scammed through their article, I, I scanned the article quickly, but it was something like the FAA and a whole bunch of pilots are, or sorry, the a whole bunch of pilots are suing the FAA because they can't sue and they're also going to sue the government, but they can't sue the, the manufacturers of the vaccine because the FAA was told by the government that you have to fire any pilots that aren't vaccinated as well as other people who work on there. If they're not going to get vaccinated, they can't work here. And so the FAA told that to all the the airlines and a whole bunch of the airlines who could have used their own discretion, but also not to 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 not to sorry, to comply with the government chose to comply and and release pilots that were not vaccinated. Same thing with the military. Um, same thing with hospitals. It's same thing with teachers. So I didn't see anything about hospitals and doctors and nurses. However, if I'm smart and I'm not, but I kind of am sometimes, of course, the nurses and the uh, and the teachers are next. You know, they're going to and, and what's going to happen is there's going to be a lot of lawsuits going around. A lot of people are going to be upset because now the information that you guys called me crazy about two years ago is coming true. What do I do? Gold medalist in conspiracy there is coming true, Yusef Goff. Thank you. But yeah, I don't want to say I called it, but I called it. So, hey, let's just say this. If you lost your job and and or were forced into taking a vaccine and you did not want to then i would say look into the lawsuits because maybe you could be a part of it otherwise hey if you're like me and you didn't get vaccinated you got to use an exemption 
and that exemption allowed you to not have to get forced terminated or or and if you were forced terminated then then by all means follow up on those laws but if you weren't like me hey this is another win for all of us period because if you didn't have any problem with it you don't care about this lawsuit right i don't understand if anybody who is vaccinated would get upset that that other people lost their job for not taking that because they're the the people who and i'm generalizing but generally speaking the people who want forced vaccinations on people are also the people who are my body my choice people and they don't see the hypocrisy oh no it's it's only my body my choice if i decide to grow a body or a person inside me but if you want to put forward material in me that's literally you're you're The va- if the vaccine was semen and the the needle was a dildo that you can just force semen into and we were all women and then this thing could get us pregnant but we wouldn't be able to abort it if, if we got pregnant because that was what the government said would you all would we all want to get this experimental pregnancy we might get pregnant we might not we might never get pregnant again you know there's a whole bunch of shit I don't have to go into all that because I already got fucking strikes and shit on my fucking Spotify, even though I didn't know Anchor was owned by Spotify. Oh, so here's another thing I got to do. I, I, Ari, um, Joey Diaz told me to write some goals. I'm going to randomly share those with you. And uh, next week, I'm just going to start randomly calling people. So Manny, uh, Yasin, Ham, if you guys are free on Sundays, you're going to get random phone calls from me. If you don't pick up, you don't pick up. That's cool. Um. But I got some goals I want to do, and one of the goals I wanted to add was something I just talked about, but I brain farted, so I forgot. But I want to learn how to edit. I want to buy the desktop so I can edit. I need to sell my Nissan. I need to make clips and post them every other week. Um, And I need to have uh, at least 10 to 15 minutes uh, of comedy in my memory without needing a, a note card or anything else to look at. You know, not that that's important, but it's kind of important sometimes, you know. Apparently, blah, 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 people like that more. But I also need to work out every other day and do comedy. I didn't put a number there. I'm just going to do as many as possible. Because last last month, or from, from uh, July 4th until August 34th, 31st, sorry, I was supposed to do 20 workouts and 30 sets. And I did 24 workouts and 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 36 sets. So... Blew those numbers out of the water. But I'm also going to... I forgot. So I'm going to listen back to this fucking thing. You know, that time and see what the fuck I said and write it down on my goals. But yeah, man. I want to I wanna start taking... Sh- oh, yes. I got to make a website. That was what I was going to talk about. I got to make a website. Not that I'm going to be posting anything, but eventually maybe I'll put some merch up there for you guys to buy uh it'll be linked to the podcast and then i'm also gonna have to get an rss feed for everybody so you guys can and then i could start uploading my podcast without being uh under spotify's titty you know and then only when i put it on youtube we'll have to worry about getting a, a copyright strike for using all this fucking music you know what i mean but uh but then by then i'll just put that as a like a little like like ari does on his podcast ari shafir's uh skeptic tank if you listen to the podcast, not on YouTube, what happens is you actually get to hear he does custom songs for the intros and outros. That's where I got the idea. 
Gotta shout out the greats and tell people where you got it from, you know? So, what else? <sighs> We're not gonna do that this week. Manny called out my stand up, by the way. Manny was like, You said if your stand up sucks, what are you gonna do? You know, actually, Jamie, can you unlock my phone? You do have my password. Yeah. Pull up, go to. Go to the WhatsApp. Go to Manny's. Look at him sending me shit now like you want to be my friend. Now, let's see. Let's scroll to the top of when he started talking shit. Let's see. Here, Here's... Okay. Okay. First of all, number of minutes. Probably wrong. But he goes, you owe me 35 minutes of my life back. And I said, which 35 Manny, you owe me countless of hours. This is me. Manny, you owe me countless hours of brain power. I had to use translating your thoughts into words. Laugh my ass off. Then he goes, Dude, you said the same jokes for three episodes. What the fuck? I was like, You mean for the comedy after? Because they were different sets. Yeah, same jokes, but different sets. And also at the end, you don't have to listen. Laugh my fucking ass off. I was like, and then I continue. I'm like, sorry, you heard me try the jokes in different orders or whatever. I'm sorry that my free content wasn't up to your standards. Unfortunately, you waste more of your own time doing things that you don't need to do but want to do and have nothing to show. I'm sorry me sharing how I'm trying to grow my comedy is boring to you. But maybe the same turtle pics are boring to me, but I say it in a funny way usually. And he goes, I did. Uh, I felt like you did that to get a feedback from me. A feedback. Anyway, he goes, I was just trying to start some shit with you, to be honest. Uh, and then I said, it's like me calling you a fat fuck, but not telling you to go for a walk. Oh, yeah, I, I left some other shit out. But then we just kind of like a little back and forth. And then he ends with, JK, bro, I love you. I just had to fuck with you about that. Maybe that will help you make them jokes funnier, LOL which they already are. He had to add that quick because he knows you don't want to smoke. I was calling him all kinds of shit. What did I call him? I said, all Mexicans who don't eat healthy turn into refrigerators. I don't know why I said that. Uh, yeah. There you go, Manny. You piece of shit. Nah, I appreciate you. Where is the soundboard? Manny, you're just trying to prove that. Oh, God damn it. Did you blow out my ears on purpose, Jamie? Edit that. Fix that for the editing. Don't fucking blow out everybody's speakers to prove that Manny's real. All right. Um, do you want to do articles? I don't really know if I want to. You know what? We'll go quick. First, pull up this YouTube video of Brian Selzer's water. Go to the uh, library and then um, go to podcast videos. And then at the bottom, you'll see it. It says, yep, there it is. Remember when Brian Selzer gets but maybe that's how um, it works but, but sometimes, I, I huh? Gets destroyed in his own works. show. That's how you got access. I, but, uh, yeah, but I don't want you to think that, that, that what I said at that point was in any way inauthentic. I think the media has done a terrible job on this. I think you yourself 
um, you know, why you're a nice guy, you know, you're full of sanctimony. Um, you know, you become part Ooh. of one of the parts of the problem of the media. Call them know, out. You come on here and you and you have a, a monopoly on truth. You know, you know exactly how things are supposed to be done. You know, you are why one of the reasons people can't stand the media. Sorry. <laughs> then he does a fake laugh. <laughs> You're cracking me up. It's your fault. I, it's, uh, it's how, So what should I do differently, Michael? D don't talk so much. Listen more. You know, people Yo. have genuine problems with the media. The media doesn't get the He's story right. Like he wants to kill the media him. exists in its mm. own bubble. Um, That's true. You know, I agree. You, yeah. you, you got to stop. I mean, that last segment that 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 I just had to listen to of all of the people saying the same <laughs> old stuff. Also, you're incredibly repetitive. Um, you know, fake news, <laughs> and you say virtuous news. No, There's we just figure out what is real. I mean, yeah. we. I'm well, figuring out, yeah, figuring out what is real is not so easy. And, and right. you know, most people don't want to talk, turn to Brian Stelter to tell us what's real. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, then why'd you bother coming on CNN a few times this week? <laughs> Look at that shitty laugh. You know, I, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a book salesman. That was a G-ass way. Why, why do you even bother uh, coming on a shitty platform? Well, uh, I'm, a, I'm a book salesman. Dude, when I go on CNN, if I'm not promoting something, best believe I'm going to be promoting my shit anyway. I'm going to be promoting my own podcast. Well, why are you on here anyway? Well, do you see my shirt? It says Piss Golf Podcast. Is to get people back on to listening to real news covered by me. And then I, what I do is I correct your shit news that you guys like to spew out there. The false information that you guys want to keep on spreading or the what I like to call um, shit information. It's actual information, but it's shit compared to the real truth that you should be covering. But, but, but refuse to because, you know, I get it. You know, you can't cover everything. If you cover the real important things, then the people who are funding you, they're doing those real important shady things. And they don't want you to know. You can't cover too much about the war in Ukraine, especially don't cover about all the politicians who made financial gains right before and during and even currently right now. Because if you cover that, that'll look like corruption. And so what we'll do is we'll give you some hush mummy, um, hush mummy, hush money. Do you see now why they want me dead? I'm kidding. They don't want me dead. The, the, they're like, Yusef, you have fucking less than 100 people listening to you. <laughs> Whatever. You can't do anything with 100 people. I could sell out a show with 100 motherfucking y'all motherfuckers. Yo, if every one of you guys came out to a show, holy shit, I would do a show for you guys once a month. We got to figure that out. Maybe I'm going to do like an online show for you guys once a month that you guys can all watch. Now, Obviously not just me. Me and a bunch of comics that I fucking love. Mm. That might be a good ass idea. I got to do it in front of real people though, as well, and then like stream it, and then not stream it, but record it, and then throw it up for you guys to watch at your own time. It's better, obviously, if you're there in person. But you need also people there in person for the comic to vibrate, you know. So we're gonna work on that, and that's gonna be coming in the future too. Now. What else? I need to get more coffee. And then I'll come back, talk about a couple things. We'll be right back. All right. We're back, Jamie. You got the article ready? Perfect.
So we'll do this article. Do, 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 do. What number is that? Five, six. All right, psychedelics with psychotherapy helped heavy drinkers cut back, a study finds. This is from Axios.com. And I'll read it quickly for you. Not everything, but I'll read the important parts. It goes, a key ingredient in magic mushrooms combined with psychotherapy resulted in robust decreases in heavy drinking by adults diagnosed with alcohol dependence, according to a study published by or published in JAMA Psychiatry, which is what the uh, journal... For American, I don't know, Medical Association, the Journey for American Medical, I don't know, something like that, right? Why it matters. Well, it's a promising development for understanding and treatment of alcohol abuse, which has a few effective medical options as well as addiction more generally. Uh, the findings come from a first published randomized trial to examine the effects of psilocybin in addiction and surpass any previously published study of naturally occurring psychedelic drugs, says Charles Marmar, chairman of the NYU Langone Psychiatry Department, which led the study. It's a major bar breakthrough, Marmar said. There is an urgent need for novel medications for alcohol use, for addiction generally, and for more broadly, and more broadly for the entire field of psychiatry. The big picture... MDMA, psilocybin, and LSD combined with psychotherapy are being explored for treating a range of addictions and mental health disorders, including treatment-resistant depressions and PTSD. Now, here's the important part I wanted to read to you guys. Um, let me make sure I read it right. Okay, so and this is a double-blind tr uh, trial led by researchers at NYU Langone compared to the effect compared the effectiveness of 12 weeks of psychotherapy delivered with a two-day-long medication session of either psilocybin or an active placebo. Now, the study included 95 adults between 25 and 65 who had been diagnosed with alcohol dependency and had at least four heavy drinking days during the 30 days prior to screening, but were not currently receiving treatment. Now, here's the crazy part. The percentage of heavy drinking days during the seven-month period was 10% for the group that received psilocybin compared to 24% in the placebo group. The consumption of drinks per day was also lower in the psilocybin group. There were no, here's another crazy one, there were no serious adverse events amongst participants who received psilocybin. So now, here's why I... I brought this up for a couple reasons. Number one, because now there's another trial for psilocybin. And uh, if I remember correctly from when I was in college, one of the four or one of the reasons that a schedule one drug is a schedule one drug is that there's no medical use for it. And there are no studies done because there are no medical uses. Those are two of the things. Three is that it's highly addictive. Now, that case for psilocybin is still up for debate i don't think it is highly addictive especially considering the half-life and how you'd have to keep taking more and more every day or changing the strain in order to re receive the same potency and effectiveness so therefore it's very difficult to abuse um but the first two parts of having no studies done and ha having no medical effect are clearly the same as with marijuana, which was what I, I did my final paper on. Uh, it's, it's, it's ridiculous to say that there are no medical uses when clearly they have found it. Now, I had done LSD and I had done some type of psychotherapy in the form of hanging out with my friends while drinking on LSD, realizing I'm drinking way too much and this is not making my life any kind of better. If anything, it's making me more confusing and harder to get the words out that I'm trying to get out. And then I feel uh, more alienated because I feel less heard. And 
I also realize there are dangers involved physically and uh, and health. Besides, you know, you doing stupid things or you falling down or if you hit your head while you're on alcohol, forget even driving or anything like that or getting hit by other people who are drunk and driving, you know. There's also the physical parts that it does harm to your body. Now, that being said, I was a drinker. I'm not going to tell you guys to stop drinking. I'm not even going to tell you guys to cut it down. You do whatever you want to do when you're ready to do whatever you're ready to do. You'll do it at that time. The reason I say that is because I didn't I wasn't forced to quit. I didn't tell myself, oh, I'm going to do this for a month like sober October or it's going to be a month off like Ramadan and I'm only taking it off because I have to or because I'm doing it for some competition. No, I'm I I did it because I don't know why, but something in my head it was like a flip switched and i said you know what let me see how this sober thing goes even though i'm smoking my brains out you know what i mean uh but i'm still like i'm not drinking and i'm like oh it is better it it's so much better now i drink water by the way at night just like i'm drinking alcohol so like i'll have like 13 14 glasses of water in a fucking four hour period six hour period which is fine because, you know, I'm at home. I pee a lot. But, um, <clears throat> but yeah, man, it's been a, it's been a good thing, this uh, sobriety. And I, I want to say that this, the reason I brought up this article is for, again, two reasons. One, that it helped me out. And so if anybody's trying to, maybe it'll help you. Now, sip the coffee real quick. Now, the reason I also brought it up is because, like, when I stopped, like I said, I stopped because I wanted to. I wasn't forced to. So it's, it's not as difficult. I'm not having those struggles like I I, uh, I thought I was going to do. I was bored a little bit at first, but then I got over it after the first like two, three days just by getting better at comedy. The thing that I was, the reason I was sucking at comedy for like the first two, three days, uh, that was fucking my head up so much that I wanted to drink again. But then once I got into the rhythm of it, I didn't want to drink. Now, I also wrote on here that weeks three to four of the sobriety, because uh, that's what I'm on, I'm on, I'm or last week was days 21 through 28. Today's, I guess, technically day 28. And uh, and that was harder. But it, w- it was also better that I stopped. Now, it was only harder because I wasn't doing comedy for a couple of days. I didn't get to do comedy Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, or Saturday. So four days of not doing comedy, of course I'm going to want to drink. And then I also tried to find justifications because I was like, well... I mean, you might as well have a drink. You're not doing comedy. It's not going to hurt your comedy. But I didn't. And it's because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do 40 days. And then I'll see how I feel. Am I, uh, do I expect to go sober forever? I don't know. I don't want to put that expectation out there. I don't want to put that out in the universe. That I'm going to be or I'm not going to be sober forever. I don't even want to put into the universe more than I already have. I I've, I feel like I've already put too much of this shit out, but I also want to do this in case anybody else is struggling out there. You have to want to quit, whatever it is, because like vaping, I I don't want to quit it. And dude, Ramadan was so fucking hard without my vape, harder than the alcohol. So that's got to be the next thing I quit is this nicotine, because the first thing I did as soon as the sun fucking went down was hit this Nick stick, which I'm doing now. Anyway. That was that article. Um, 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 uh, I talked about that. That leaded into it, so that's good. Uh, 
Let's do one, two, three, four, five, six. And we'll do this for seven. Yo, my handwriting is terrible right now. All right, analytics. I was looking at the analytics, and I was thinking, like, would I go there and would I live there? Let's look at the Pisk Off podcast analytics right now. We're going to go to the audience. Mainly, it's in America. 100%, definitely, the only place I want to live. So, of course. Now, the the second biggest place the Pisk Off podcast is in Puerto Rico. And would I go there? I would. But first, I got to find out where the safe and the not safe parts of Puerto Rico are because like every place in the world, there's a safe and a not safe part. And as long as I stay in the safe part, I'm happy. Number three is Canada. And I would go to Canada, but I have to wait until Trudeau is out because uh, he doesn't like me and he's uh, doing a lot of shady shit, that son of Castro. But I love the Canadian homies and I definitely would go up there to visit them. And you have beautiful women up in Canada that are tall Viking looking looking women and a lot of you and apparently you love maple syrup. So, I, I mean, I, I don't see anything wrong with that. The next country is Germany. I think it's because of all the Hitler jokes, if I'm honest. Probably that. They like that. Next is Belgium. Belgium is, uh, if I'm looking at this flag right, it's, it's the Germany flag in different order sideways. Um, I probably have family in Belgium. And I like your waffles, so I'd be there. The next country is Turkey. Also, like your Turkish food. Like Turkish food is very good, you know. Um, I can't think of anything right now. Oh, you got sujuk. It's like a Turkish sausage. It's really spicy. It's delicious. I like that, you know. Uh, next country, Brazil. Love your big bootied women. Definitely going to go visit you. Australia, mate. Of course in Australia. I'm, of course. You guys... You guys need me in Australia because I'm the one that's represent. I'm trying to teach you how to, to be free in your country. That's that was a good example of of covid lockdowns until you vaccinated all your people. And all of a sudden your deaths went from zero from like under 20 deaths in total to like thousands of deaths. So your government is uh, is is they they are corrupted. Pretty much they were paid off by they they they. They volunteered all of their citizens there in all of these countries, by the way, not just Australia, by the way, but in every country, all of our governments volunteered off its citizens in order to get paid off by major corporations for a vaccine. I will go ahead and give the benefit of the doubt and say that there was some kind of there were some people that were good out there, I'm sure, that were trying to do the right thing here in all of this. However, I don't for one second believe that there were not also people out there who wanted to do something nefarious for money. Because if there are good people out there, just like I know with the whole universe, there's duality, okay? As is above, so is below. The way that reason they say that is because there's duality everywhere. So just as there's as much good in the world, there's as much evil, unfortunately. And uh, and that's what I'm going to say about that. Next country is Taiwan. I would go there because fuck China, right? Am I right, guys? Remember, we're going to exclude uh, one third of the entire world uh, from my podcast by saying fuck China and let's go Taiwan. I would marry Taiwanese women because they're not Chinese. So there you go. Uh, next is the United Kingdom. Uh, you guys are okay. Uh, I have no problem with the UK. I haven't been there, mate. But English, you know, before I go there, my knickers, you know. And I said knickers, not you know, this is my pants. You know, I got a fanny pack going. You know, mate, uh, bob and weave. 
you know, that Aloka or Central C, you know, uh, I'm not homophobic, but my bitch is, how can I be homophobic? My bitch is gay. How can I be homophobic? My bitch is gay. My my man, them shoot shooters. They don't. Them don't swing that way. The men, them trapping on. The men, them celebrate Eid. They trapping on Christmas Day. You know what I'm saying? So I'd I'd go to UK for sure. Going to the UK, going to Romania, yo, for sure going to Romania because I gotta go visit Tudor's family. Tudor, aka Mole Mole Mole, he got that shit removed. I can't even talk about it anymore. Goodbye, Irene. Irene was what we called this mole. God, yo, we were such terrible kids. I love Tudor, by the way. Tudor, great guy. He taught me about the the valuable lessons of Romania, and one of them was Gigi Bacali. Gigi Bacali was this guy who stole all of the money of Romania. He stole all of it. And he went on the run. And he was like apparently some really big G, but then he was also like a big thief. And so he's like really loved and hated in Romania. So I'd, I'd go visit Gigi Bacali. Damn, I'm in a lot of countries. Japan. Yeah, I'm going to go there, get some sushi. Singapore, I'll find a Muslim Asian wife. Ireland, got to go there for some whiskey. Iceland, I'm going to go there because that's the one that's actually green. And uh, and I think it'd be cool. I'd see some really tall women over there. And I'll, I'll, I'll lay with your tall women. The Antigua and Barbada, Bar, Barbuda. I don't even Antigua and Barbuda and Trinidad and Tobago. You guys should not. You guys are one country. You can't have two names. You can't have and in your name if you're a country. It's one or the other or combine the names, but you can't be Trinidad and Tobago. That's like saying I'm Dominican and Haitian. Like that's at least two different countries. If I say I'm Moroccan and Russian, that's two different countries. If you say Trinidad and Tobago, I assume that's two different countries. Get your shit together. And Antigua and Barbuda, I'm sorry, I love you guys, but what the fuck is your flag? That's weird. Norway? I don't know how I feel about Norway. You guys have those fucking whales that look like unicorns, I think, right? Norwales? So there you go. You're cool as fuck. India? You guys are probably my neighbors that are listening, so shout out to you guys. You guys have been putting the scents down. You're not throwing any colorful powders at me, so I'm happy. The Netherlands. Netherlands, get your shit together. Um, how are you the Netherlands, but you also speak Deutsch, or, or and, like you have, and the people are called like fucking Norwegians. You guys can't have three different things. The Norwegians can't be from the Netherlands and they can't speak Dutch. That's three different fucking things. Why would you want to be so goddamn confusing of a people? But I am knowledgeable, so I know that. And then the Philippines. I would never go to the Philippines, but I like your people. Your men are cool and they're honorable and your women are beautiful and Asian mixed with Latina looking. I like that. And that's around the world with Yousef. All right, we're going to leave on no, 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 no. Andrew Tate. He's gone, but not forgotten. We'll leave on this. Andrew Tate, very influential 
he was popular. I I talked about him uh, many weeks ago when his popularity was starting to go up. And then, of course, like I always do, everybody started talking about him. And everybody's calling him this and that. And like I said, from the time I played his shit, hey, I don't agree with everything he's saying. In fact, I don't agree with a lot that he's saying, but there are some points that he was making that were valid. I played those valid points for you. Whether you agreed or disagreed was up to you. The reason I did that was to show you in what I was trying to do is uh, clipping him in a way that, that kept him in context and show you what his views were on certain things and what things I agreed with, what things I did not agree with. Now, your choice now as an adult is to listen to what I said the same way I listened to what he said. If you like certain things, take it and use it. If you don't like certain things, ignore it or talk about it in a way that you say you shouldn't do those things, right? And that's why the reason that they're taking down Andrew Tate is good. It's fine, but it's a slippery slope. And if you want to start taking people out for what they say, then there goes freedom of speech. Now, again, I'm not saying what he said was right. I'm not saying what he said was wrong. I'm saying what he said is what he said. And other people did not like that. And that's why he's removed. Now, do corporations have the right to allow and not allow what they want on their platforms? Absolutely. However, you have to realize that if you start censoring people, you're going to start seeing you're going to only live in a bubble. And when you live in a bubble, everything is always right. And everybody outside of your bubble is always wrong. And the problem with that is most people, the majority of people are going to live outside of your bubble. So you are going to think then that a majority of the world is against your views just because they're not in your bubble. But if you'd opened up the bubble and said people who think some of the things that we like can be in our bubble, well, you'd realize there's a lot more of the world out there. But just because they don't agree with you 100% means that you kick them out of your bubble. And then there's bubble people everywhere. And bubble people don't want to get out of their bubble. They watch the same things that that's keep them in their bubble. There's Fox News bubble people. There's CNN bubble people. There's InfoWars bubble people. There's Yusuf's crazy YouTube channel bubble peoples. That's the one I'm in. But no matter what bubble you're in, I try to open my bubble. I, I watch Fox News. I watch CNN. I try to see what, what are they trying to say? Is there anything good? And that's why, like, my the reason I even brought up Andrew Tate is I was hearing some things about kids that were being influenced by Andrew Tate. Little boys telling little girls, like, really weird, not weird, really uh, sexist, negative things to little girls because they saw Andrew Tate. And first of all, I don't condone that behavior, especially considering I have sisters. Number one, if you're a boy my, and, and you're my sister's age, best believe if you say something about my little sisters to my little sister's face, they will fuck you up. I've trained them. My little sisters will fuck up any boy their own age. And I, There's no six-year-old boy that's talking shit to my six-year-old sister that's not getting fucked up, okay? 
You think I don't teach her how to fucking hip toss shit? Yo, you're a little boy. You get hip toss, and then this little six-year-old lands on your ribs. You think you're getting up from that when your wind's knocked out, bitch? Little little bitch-ass, little six-year-old bitch? Huh? You think you're getting up, huh? Nah, you're not. So don't even try to talk that shit to my little sister, number one. Number two, where the fuck are your parents? Yeah, okay. I got two little sisters. They're not my kids. They're on fucking tablets. They're getting influenced by all this bullshit. But you know what I do as a good big brother? I tell them, hey, don't believe all that bullshit. You want to know about the real world? Come hang out with your big brother. I'll fucking show you the real world. The real world is not fucking sunshine and padded. All right? It's dark and it's hard out there. And I'll show you the dark hard but the easy way. The way that you're going to scrape your knee, but you're not going to fucking lose your leg. Okay? Because I've had those fucking things. I've, had to, I, I've been scraping my knee and getting close to losing a limb. We've fucked up a lot as kids. So you don't have to. But you still have to fuck up so you learn your lesson. Now, that being said, parents, if, you're parent, if you are the parent of a kid who listens to Andrew Tate and you don't even know it, that's where you're kind of failing as a parent. Now, if they start spewing this shit, you know what that means? That means that they like... And especially if you tell them no and they keep going, that means they like what he's saying and they respect what he's saying more than they like and respect what you're saying, which means that you are not doing your parenting job correctly. I'm not a parent. I can't tell you how to do it right, but I can tell you if something looks wrong and if other people are so easily able to influence your children, there's something wrong. Now, that being said, I was easily influenced by a lot of people growing up. Eminem, you know, for example. Oh, my God. Eminem got me. He was so big in at the time. It was, it was early 2000s. I was 10 years old. It was just at the prime influential years of my life. And for some reason, I just wanted to be like Eminem. And I also wanted to be like Jim Carrey. I wanted to be a funny guy or I wanted to be a tough rapper. And, uh, but my parents also like, like they allowed me to be the funny guy, but they did not allow me to do any uh, tough bullshit. There's no sagging my pants. There was no, you know, it was only until way later on I was able to even fucking wear baggy clothes like I wanted to. But you know what I mean? And, and my parents did not spend money on me to have the cool shoes that you need to have or the fucking cool haircuts that you need. Oh my God, dude. I remember I would have, I would, we would get like a haircut once a month. So I would look fresh for a week, and then for three weeks out of the month, I would look like I had a like just terrible, the worst hair, and I would try my best to make it look nice. My dad didn't understand have Negro hair. You need that shit cut. You can't let it get woofing like that. But yeah, that was my point, man. You can't be letting Andrew Tate... Like, look, if you're a good parent, teach your kids. Don't let the internet teach your kids, Okay. But this is, you know, the funny thing is, and the only reason I'm bringing this part up is is because I just noticed the hypocrisy. The people who are, are very mad about what Andrew Tate is teaching children are the same people who are like, but you also have to teach LGBTQ stuff and gender stuff to, to little children and also uh, critical race theory. Not that I agree or disagree with any of that. I'm just saying it's literally the opposite people because then the people who are like, you can't teach LGBTQ and you can't teach critical race, they're like, but go Andrew Tate. Uh, who? So what if our kids listen to that? So 
again, it goes down to the bubble people. Don't be a fucking bubble person, okay? Okay? All right. Now, that being said, I have no dates for you. I'm supposed to be doing some show in New York sometime, but uh, it keeps on getting postponed because I think the guy was just saying that because he just wanted to say it. But who knows? Also, good things are going to be coming. Uh, I'm going to start recording certain videos and shit and start putting them out there. I'll be putting them clips on both the Piss Off podcast one and I'll put them on uh, on my regular Instagram. Uh, and, and if any of you guys know how to do captioning shit, uh, how to caption videos without using TikTok to caption it because I don't want to give my information to the fucking Chinese. Uh, sorry, the Chinese, there didn't need to be a fucking in there. I was just angry at the fact that the Chinese government has access to all of our information through that. But yeah, if you want to show me how to do that, you know, send me information uh, at Yousef Goff on Instagram or uh, at Piss Goff Podcast on, on, on Instagram or email me p- at pissgoffpodcast uh, at gmail.com. And um, other than that, I hope you guys, yo, shout out to my brother, shout out to uh, Ham, shout out to Manny. Uh, shout out to fucking Pedro and Assad and, and all the other fucking brothers in, in all those countries that I named already. All my brothers and sisters out there. Uh, I hope you guys have happiness and peace. And uh, God willing, inshallah, I'll see you guys next week. You know what I'm saying? Same bat time, same bat channel. Love you. Peace. <laughs>